All right. Uh, Joe, if you're ready, I'm ready. All right, let's do this thing. The Pokemon Go podcast is made possible 100% by you and other listeners just as awesome as you are. If you want to support the show and get a little something in return, just go to patreon.com slash Pokemon Go podcast. Hey, welcome to Pokemon Go podcast, where we talk about all the great fun things we've done in Pokemon Go and share some of our humor and experiences. And then, you know, Joe's here too. So I have the right guy podcasting Charles McFall and the uh, trainer who is showing me the ropes for Pokemon. What, what is that? What, are you like the trainer master that I sit at your feet? Are you, what, am I the journeyman Pokemon? What is this? Joe Ard. You can just call me Sensei. Sensei. <laughs> sensei Ard. Uh, man, it's been an interesting week in and outside of the game. Uh, uh, if you hear me grunting and groaning, it's because I stabbed my hand today. And that was not the original intent of what I set out to do. So it's very, very painful. Uh, and it is my dominant hand. So the whole mouth thing, just just so on the podcast and on the, the broadcast, you know that if you hear me making weird noises or see me making faces, it's because my hand is killing me. Uh, but Joe, 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 we have a new thing in our Discord. It's experience of the week. We do. We and do indeed. Who put stuff in the Discord? So the Terry Wolf is showing off a shiny smoochum for his experience of the week. And just Will, uh, his experience of the week was he was cleaning his box and for Whoa, whoa, this is a family friendly show, Joe. Be more specific. Cleaning his Pokemon box. (laughs) All right, just checking. And forgot that he had a uh, shiny Umbreon and had never checked the ID. <laughs> Are you okay there? That's just a one percenter problem, right, Joe? Like, oh, yeah. I've got so many shinies. I forgot I had this shiny Umbreon. So he caught it in Seattle, named it Supersonic after the Seattle Sonics, the basketball team, and decided to go ahead and check the IV since he was scrolling by and saw it. Ended up being a 100% shiny umbreon nice man I, I am definitely jealous of that that's uh that is solid that is solid right there yep, yep. right now it's uh only 352 cp um but he's planning on powering it up all the way up to level 40 maxing that puppy out so. nice as you should right that's that's uh that's how you should go so uh, I want to ask the audience, uh, both in the podcast and the, the live stream audience, I want to ask uh, if you've seen the new promotion we did this week. It w- went out on our Twitter and our Facebook page. Uh, Joe, did you did you see the audiogram promotion that we did? I did. I did. I liked it quite a bit. Well, tell everybody what it is. So uh, Charles took a little clip from our most recent episode, so the last episode, uh, specifically the clip where I was talking about setting an empty uh, team in raids so that you can get a couple of extra seconds uh, and posted it out as some, as a little blurb uh, that you could share and uh, um, tweet about and, and just, you know, send out into the ethos uh, as a little bite-sized sample of the podcast. Yeah, and it, it 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 did little sound waves, and it had our 
or art in there. Uh, we can actually do video. So um, I toyed with that a little bit this week, but we can cut some of the video that we do here on Twitch and, you know, a fun moment or something where the game is being shown and everything else, and we can use that. It's awesome. So if you have seen it, hit like, hit share. We're, we're trying to make it easy for you to get the word out about what we do, and I think it's exciting and fun, and it's just a nice little taste of what we do here on the show. Um, so I asked everybody in the chat room what their experience has been this week, and Mukai... 3559 says, not necessarily the experience for this week, but Mukai says, I've been playing since the beginning. I've never seen a shiny. No, I understand. I understand that totally. I mean, I've seen a few shinies, but what, what was the, was Magikarp the first shiny? Um, th- and it seems like it was. It was either the first know. or early. Uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was among the first. Um, Pikachu was the first community day, but I feel like we had shinies before. Community I think we day. had, I think Magikarp was the first, maybe. I just, my, that's just how I feel about it. Uh, I still haven't seen a Magikarp shiny. Uh, Aiden Talon says it caught a Gabite, Gabite in the wild. Oh, nice. So, yeah. And thank you, Sylvan on base for, uh, civilian on base for subscribing with Twitch Prime. We appreciate you. But, uh, yes, Magikarp was the first shiny. All right, cool. And Zinzalu says uh, he only caught two uh, armored Mewtwo's, which I think does look a whole lot like Predator. You know, in the small screens when y'all are posting what y'all have caught in the Discord, in the screenshots, they look a lot like Predators. So I have caught uh, all of zero Mewtwo this week. How about you, Joe? Uh, I haven't caught any Mewtwo this week. I mean, granted, he's only been out for, what, 28 hours? Sure. Um, But... uh, there there hasn't been any at work and well uh i haven't been raiding outside of work so there's that but we've got three gyms now at work so i'm hoping that uh sometime tomorrow or later this week i'll be able to grab some mewtwo's yeah uh i did forget honestly that the event was coming and then i think chris wisdom was i was talking to him last night and he had tried to take his son out and and they were doing it and of course his son's unable to catch the ball, or catch the the Mewtwo, and it's frustrating. Because son's six or seven, somewhere in there. So I mean, it's it's frustrating as an adult, uh, but yeah, I can imagine it's really frustrating as a kid. Apparently, uh, civilian on base has been really hammering out the the raids in the last twenty eight hours. He's already got fifteen armored Mewtwo's. Nice. Uh, are you coming to Atlanta Comic Con this weekend? Because you could give me one. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'll trade you a Pidgey. Those are fairly rare nowadays. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I said that on the show, right? I said that Pidgeys feel like they're going extinct. And then I had a dozen people at me with, oh, no, look, I found a Pidgey. I found a, I, I just hashtag fake news on all of it whenever they said it to me. Uh, I think Todd, not Todd, uh, uh, Thunder Muffin did that he sent me because i don't know if you don't or maybe todd i can't remember if Thunder was todd uh but one, one of the two sent it to me i was like nope i don't believe you you're lying so uh yeah if you would like to share your experience with us we have a facebook page facebook.com forward slash pokemon go podcast uh let's try this email for now because there has been definitely some website issues with some ownership transferring and, and different things uh the email we think is working it's just we're not able to check it easily right now so let's do this email for right now pokemon go at giant size team up.com 
So if you use that, you can send in your, your experience of the week. And we let it out, of course, if you're on patreon.com forward slash Pokemon Go podcast and you support the show, you're in our Discord. And we have that. We've made that super simple for you. Now, the second thing I want to talk about that does affect mostly the live people. However, if you watch this on replay, as in you heard this on a podcast and you'd like to clip something, you can come to twitch.tv forward slash Pokemon Go podcast and do that. I would love clips. If you're watching the show, at any point, there's a little like clapboard, like in Hollywood, where they do clack and it starts the scene. Right? It's a clapboard. If you hover over, it is. It's a clapboard. What's called? Uh, and then you it, you put your mouse over. It says clip. Whenever you click that, it'll catch from that moment up to about a minute before. So it. <clears throat> Excuse me. You don't have to be like right on the button to hit it. You can let it ride a little bit past the moment. Do it. It takes you opens up a new tab really quick. And then all it is is you just say, okay, this is the part I want. You give it a title and hit render, and then there's a link for you, and you can share it with us. Uh, you can um, whisper it to us on Twitch if, if we're live so we can post it because only admins can post links on Twitch itself. Or the bigger thing is, Joe, what? What do we have going on Discord? Well... God, way to take the way to take the drum roll out. I'm sorry, I'm not sure. I'm not the. We have clips from Twitch on Discord to make it easy for the community to share their favorite clips. I got that from Run Jump Stomp, Bill uh, Fairchild, and he's. I thought it was an amazing idea, so we took it. And so we, you can do clips, and we would love for you to do that. And you may, you may just see your favorite clip show up in our video promos through the week. So. That would be amazing. We'd love to have you do that and play along with this. And again, if you're downloading this as a podcast, it stays up for like two weeks on Twitch, I think is the video on demand time. Uh, so you you can easily just go into twitch.tv forward slash Pokemon Go podcast. And then on, when it's on demand, you can fast forward to the point that you want it to be and you can still clip it. It works just like the live video. So please uh, share that on our Facebook page. Put that in our Discord. Uh, but yeah. Everybody, and then yeah, there's a keyboard one that if you're on your keyboard's Alt X on the Windows computer, and uh, there you go, you can do it that way too. That's enough of talking about the cool new stuff we installed this week. <laughs> what do we got going on in the headlines, Joe? I- I'll let you dictate the order here, man. Well, maybe we should talk about our own experiences of the week. I thought you did talk about your experience. I don't remember talking about okay. my experience. what's your experience of the week <laughs> i mean we did talk about uh, a little bit about just the armored mewtwo rating but um this week's been a lot of fun i got myself a shiny ho-oh from uh, a box ah nice and um caught a brand new trophy i'm not sure if you can see it behind his giant neck <laughs> but uh, it is a 39 cp um <laughs> A lowland executor. executor. So uh, the only thing that would have made that better is if he was a shiny. Uh, But alas, that is not my luck. Um, But yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun this week. Awesome. My stuff was really what I just talked about with the show. Uh, um, I've been doing a lot of things in life and... I don't think I have anything new to report out of the game. I've been, you know, doing my auto spins and doing some catches, and uh, I just caught something for the uh, one of the, the. I'll just tell you. Hold on, the melt. The let's go melt in. I just completed a task, and let's go melt in. 
apparently. So I claim that. <laughs> um, and actually, I, I will probably get a stamp for the research progress tonight because I'm on two out of three make three great throws. And I can battle in a raid, which will be tomorrow. I can do that. And then uh, make an excellent throw or my three. Now, the excellent throw takes a while. I might throw that one away, but I usually try it a couple times before I get rid of it. Uh, because especially if you get like a Whelmer or something, it's a lot easier to make that excellent throw. But yeah, my my honestly, my experience of the week has been all about the show. It, it's been it's been getting that discovering that new way to make this audiogram and getting getting that put out. Uh, talking about doing the clips, updating some stuff in Discord. So yeah, lots of cool stuff going on in our community. If you want to come play with us, and we'd love to have you come play with us uh, to get in Discord, it is patreon.com forward slash pokemon go podcast so you can support the show and get in for a little as a dollar a month i think it is you can get into discord uh i may be a little wrong on the 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 level there but it's not much we don't ask for much we just ask for a little support but then we have the facebook page if you prefer to do it free we got the facebook page so you can check that out it's awesome all right so apparently my alter ego trolls has found that there's some new Team Rocket Invasion tech. So we talked about this last week a little bit, right? That Code Divers found there's some code for Team Rocket. It's not possibly Team Rocket would invade a gym or 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 something like that, and you'd have to fight different things. Uh, so what's some of this new Invasion text badge and filters that we're finding? Uh, yeah, so let me – I've got the wrong tab open. It's all good, though. It's all good. So, but yeah, uh, Trolls, just like you said, has found he's the infamous code diver that is definitely, definitely not Charles, right? Um, sure, we'll believe that. <laughs> uh, so, we have already seen um, the keywords purified and shadow. Um, but in addition to that, there's new badges uh, that have popped up purify. And then it's variable number of shadow Pokemon, and there's uh, defeat uh, a certain number of team. It says team go rocket grunts. It does say that, yeah. Which seems weird, and rather than just team rocket grunts. But anyway, so beat the beat the grunts, and then in addition to that, there is some new uh, team leader dialogue. Uh, so, uh, Blanche, Spark, and uh, Candela will each say different things when an invasion encounter happens. Now, we don't know the full specifics of what the invasion encounter is going to entail, other than supposedly it's going to have Team Rocket and Shadow Pokemon. Um, but Blanche will tell you to not give up, or she'll say, don't give up, keep your cool trainer great battle and stay focused. Um, and then there's different text based on uh, when you win and um, well, if you win, hopefully you win. Uh, and then um, yeah, if you purify the Pokemon and things like that. And then Candela says, keep up the fight, stay strong. You have a lot of fight in you trainer I can feel your passion, put your heart into it. What an epic battle. Um, so Candela is all about, you know, 
keeping up your fighting spirit. Blanche is all about keeping your cool up in up in your mind, staying focused, uh, which is very true to their characters. And then Spark, uh, who is the eternal optimist, is you can do it. You can do it. Yeah, I was gonna say that's gonna, <laughs> gonna spawn some memes there. Uh, you got this electrifying battle, radical battling trainer, and that was an amazing battle. Uh, so yeah, and then uh, we're not going to read the full text for what happens, but there's each one has their own text for an invasion encounter, invasion introduction, and shadow purification. So yeah, so it looks it looks. Interesting. Uh, to the point of calling it possibly Go. Uh, now, have you seen the official Go Twitter banner? Because I, I haven't, but that was a question from the chat. It seems like maybe it has something to do with Rocket. Uh, but uh, uh, Yeah, I think it's a photobomb of Team Rocket, but I could be... I haven't actually looked at it. Well, Civilian on base is saying that that could just be a new team rocket, just like how there's a rainbow rocket in Gen 8 games. Yeah, so it is. The banner is um, team rocket photobombing the global challenge, which makes sense. I'm not sure if you heard. Uh, I don't have a source for it, but um, there was actually a hot air balloon with the team rocket logo at Dortmund. Oh, nice. Like a real life, honest to God, hot air balloon? Yes. Yep. Oh, that Flying is too over cool. Dortmund. That is really cool. I, I dig it a lot. Uh, so, yeah. So, Team Rock is definitely coming to the game. Just how it'll play out, we'll have to wait to see. Um, but it definitely looks like it's going to be interesting. So, this next one is we've got a raid guide for Entai. Entai is coming back around. Oh, this yeah, is a so, good graphic, too. And this is sharp. Yeah. So, r- real quick before we get to that, because it kind of, we need to talk about um, Dortmund a little bit more because we're getting it, Entai, because of Dortmund. Uh, oh, you put two number ones. I'm like, I went to I number know, two, I Joe. Know, I failed. <laughs> I was like, I followed um, the numbers. I can do dot to dots. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Dortmund itself had eighty five thousand attendees, uh, with uh, with roughly two hundred thousand trainers in the Dortmund area. Nice. Um. But yeah, and they. I I wish I need. What I should do is I should pull up the. Uh, um. Chicago numbers so that we can compare. Um, but yeah, it's from everything I've heard, it was a fantastic event. Uh, uh, in West Fallen Park, they had 400,000 kilometers walked, 28 million Pokemon caught, and uh, I'm surprised that they don't say the research tasks right there. I'm sure they'll say it down below. Um, but they had four different areas compared to Chicago's five different areas. They had the mysterious woods, the steel factory, rocky terrain, and boat lake. Um, so I think one of the key differences there is the, well, mysterious woods, I assume, uh, well, 
So Mysterious Woods, they found oddly shaped bubbles floating in the air while encountering Pokemon such as Ralts in Paris. Um, the Steel Factory was steel Pokemon popping up, Voltorb and Skarmory. The Rocky Factory, uh, or Rocky Terrain, sorry, uh, had Diglets and Onyx. Basically, it was like a cave. And then the Boat Lake had a bunch of water-type Pokemon like Clampearl and Carvana. Nice. Um, but yeah, uh, sounds like it was a fantastic event. The, of course, they made the Global Challenge. Um, actually, if you go to the uh, the Dortmund Post, um, the that they have there at the bottom, it shows a picture of the Team Rocket hot air balloon. Um. But because the global challenge, because we got that, well, as if we were not going to get it, but uh, because we got that uh, between this past Tuesday, so it's already started until Tuesday the 16th, we have triple catch experience, double raid experience, three times hatch experience, and one hour lucky eggs. Um, And then in addition, like we said, Entei will be popping up this Sunday from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. your local time, and that comes with five free raid passes as well, uh, and Shiny Entei is available. All right. So, all in all, sounds like everyone had a wonderful time there. Um, pulling up the stats from Chicago... Uh, there were more trainers in Chicago in the surrounding area, uh, 87,000 more, but actual attendees, there was 15,000 less in Chicago. Um, so they gave out more tickets to Dortmund, um, which, you know, having 15,000 more, uh, makes sense that they would have over a hundred thousand more kilometers, uh, 13 million more Pokemon caught. And, uh, yeah, so lots of fun. Lots and lots of fun. Sounds like it was awesome. Uh, I, it's, it's, I imagine it was just as fun as Chicago or any other major event. I mean, it sounds like. Well, obviously not because we weren't there. Well, that's so. true. You know, we did bring <laughs> the party when we come. I mean, how many people just walked around without even playing just because we were there? I mean, yeah. I get it. I mean, that's probably why. So I don't really want you to pull up the number of Chicago because we skewed them. Us showing up in Chicago skewed those numbers. It's going to make Dortmund look bad. That's why there was those extra 87,000 people there because we showed up, right? Exactly. See, you're you're on point, man. You get it. You get it. So, uh, yeah. But um, back to that Entei raid counter, you were saying that you liked it. It's nice and simple. Uh, no, I just think it's, it's sharp. It's a, of course, you know my favorite graphics coming up. Uh, I, I did look ahead in the notes on that, but no, this is this is well done. I mean, it's one of those things when you look at first glance, it and it, very much a pro could have done it. So whoever did it, you look like a pro did it. If you're not a pro, that's a really good compliment. If you are a pro, your work shows through. It looks sharp, but it is easy to read too. Yes, it is simple. Yeah. So the person that did it is. Uh, I'm not even going to try to read those Roman numerals, but it's a bunch of Roman numerals and then Seahawks. So, <laughs> it's a Seahawks fan. Yeah. But 
but yeah so the the counters that you're going to want to go for are it's it is technically weak to earth uh sorry that's like 58 type. i think it's the super bowl that super bowl uses roman sorry the super bowl uses roman numerals i think that's 58 seahawks like super bowl okay. 58 although i'm sorry man you gotta let that go you know seahawks ain't going to the super bowl anytime soon for any reason <laughs> but i mean pidgeys the Pidgeys have a better chance of going to the Super Bowl than Seahawks. But carry on, Joe. That's not what we're going to talk about. Oh, man. Uh, so <laughs> its main weaknesses are ground type, water, and rock. Um, but as far as who you're going to want to pull up against him, uh, is you're going to want rock or water, really, when it boils down to it. So you're going to want um, – oh, shoot. I'm thinking of his uh, lower form. Uh, Cranidos is evolved form. I'm blanking on it. Uh, da, da, I've got to Google it. Cranium. Rampardos. Trace. Rampardos. That's right. Oh, okay. uh, Rampardos, Kyogre, um, the Community Day Tyranitar with Smackdown, uh, Gyarados with double water moves, uh, Community Day for Alligator with Hydro Pump, or sorry, Hydro Cannon, and then Rhyperior with Smackdown and the Stone Edge. So. Very cool, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got and, the Gyarados for sure. I think I got the Feraligator with that layout. Um, I'm pretty sure I have my grown-up Ardvatar with that layout. So yeah, I might have three of the six here ready to go. Yep, yep. And it's uh, this guide is recommending um, at least five to six people. To take down Entei. That makes sense. I mean, he's uh, a level five monster, right? Yep, That's yep. not. It's not legendary. What is it? He's legendary. So, what's the one where you get the invites? Ex. Ex. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I got the two mixed up. Obviously, uh, but yeah. Okay, so but he's legendary. So now, can we, is number two okay? No, we just did number two. Dang it. now you're all screwed up i know the numbers are off uh okay so uh you were talking about dortmund we talked about chicago so this is from reddit right it's from the self road uh it is talking about some similarities and differences to share after they went to both the fest and we actually kind of kind of ate lunch with self road right we were at our table self road was at the next (laughs) table over and we just kind of waved but yeah um Go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, we saw uh, drop dropness or however you pronounce that. He was a. I I would be curious if we didn't see trolls and just had no idea, (laughs) right? That would be that'd be interesting. So, uh, but yeah, the there's a bunch of things that they had actually some issues with, not the experience itself, but. kind of some of the technicalities around the event. So in Chicago, you could just enter the park and it would automatically see you had a ticket and it would pop up all of the event specific. So nice. It was everything. so nice. Um, but in Dortmund, you actually had to use your specified gate. Um, in addition, there were lines to enter. So they had physical uh, gates in Dortmund is what you're saying. Yep. Okay. Uh, they staff had to verify that you had a ticket for the day. 
uh, and security checked your bag. You, um, you could be, apparently you could bring food, but you couldn't bring liquids. You can bring drinks. Uh, you could bring empty bottles and then you could fill them up there. Um, but you were not allowed to bring drinks to, uh, the Dortmund park to Westfallen, I think is what it was. Um, but yeah, so that's completely different between Chicago and, and, uh, Dortmund. I say Chicago had very much the edge there. Um, in Dortmund, the regular park stops so the normal ones that are there and the spawns remained even after like before and after the event. Whereas in Chicago, everything was pulled except for the make a wish uh, foundation stop. Right. Cause they were our official sponsor. Yeah. And so basically it was uh, Chicago very much said, Hey, if you, if you're not part of this event, you really ought not to be here. Uh, even though there were plenty of tourists still there taking pictures in front of the fountain and yeah, everything. Yeah, because it's a you know it's a big tourist thing. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, at least Dortmund still removed all of the gyms uh, because raiding really could have taken a huge toll on um, on the bandwidth. So that was good in and of itself. Um, the Apparently the stores were a lot better in Dortmund. The lines, the lines were hardly there at all for the merchandise. Whereas in Chicago, those lines were, you know, they were the line. If you were lucky, an hour long line. If you were lucky, that you think that's about how long it took you to get through? Yeah, probably. Well, probably a little bit over an hour, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, the apparently both uh, areas had plenty of food vendors, uh, but apparently Dortmund also sold b- uh, beer there, whereas there was no uh, alcohol sold in Chicago. Germany. Did I say more? <laughs> I mean, Europe as a whole is more alcohol responsible and alcohol friendly than than America is. Yeah, I led with alcohol responsible, you know, because they. They definitely seem to serve more beer, but do better with it. As far as like, I don't know. Now I'm just making crap up. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. Um, apparently, the water stations in Dortmund, if you didn't have a map, they were really easy to miss. Whereas in Chicago, they were very blatantly out in the open. Yeah. So, um the the park is uh, is bigger in Dortmund, so there's uh, that. But uh, apparently, it twists and winds around. So if you don't have a map handy, it's pretty easy to get lost. Whereas in Chicago, it was it because it was so open, it was it was easy to tell whereabouts you were in the park at any given time. Um, Dortmund had more pokey stops. Uh, I, it doesn't specify here, but I want to say I read somewhere that they had like 50 more pokey stops than, than Chicago did. Oh, and Chicago had a ton of pokey stops. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago had 70 something like 71 or 72. Uh, and so they had 
somewhere around 120, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, but they only, even though they had more people, they only had three team lounges, one for each color. Whereas Chicago had a set of team lounges at either end. So, yes. yeah, so, but apparently Dortmund in and of itself, the park there had a lot more places to sit. That was one thing we did mention about Grant Park. There just weren't, yeah. there aren't any benches there. Um, so the previous year uh, when it was at Lincoln Park, there was a lot more um, benches and, and other seating that was already existing uh, in the park, regardless of, of the event. Um, but yeah, in general, uh, both events ended up really good. Um, they apparently cigarette smoke and, and vape, uh, fa- fragrance was everywhere in Dortmund. Again, um, Europe versus America. Yeah. Uh, whereas in Chicago, I think I smelled smoke just a couple of times. I so think they technically said no vaping, no smoking. I still saw people with vape pens, but um, well, plus in Chicago, that wind was, I mean, it was not brutal. It was nice, but it was constant. So yeah. that's going to disperse. Well, the smell. Yeah. Yes, it is. So that, <laughs> that, but that could absolutely play into Well, what is, I don't know where Dortmund is in relation to any kind of bodies of water. Okay. So, but Chicago is right on the lake where we were is right on the waterfront that wind was blowing constantly with that fresh water breeze um you know that plays into a lot of smoking and and distribution of the vaping and all that whereas if it's if that wind wasn't there you might have experienced a lot more but i didn't notice a whole lot of vape pins either to be honest yeah yeah all in all it 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 went off well um there's just a few things here and there that Chicago did better and a couple of things that, that Dortmund did better. But uh, I have full confidence that Niantic will learn and improve even if just a little bit for next year because that's what they've done the past two years. So, Yeah. Um, now, why why do you think people were hoping for West Fallen? What is West Fallen so West Fallen is the name of the park. Ah. Uh, people were hoping that the uh, unknown would spell West Fallen. Right, 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 right. Well, of course, it's the, the event of Jirachi, so yeah. Yeah, um, which is, you know, like we mentioned before, Wake Up is uh, sign- sign- significant for Jirachi because uh, of his lore that he'll sleep for like a thousand years and then wake up and grant. Uh, someone a wish um but you know for people like this individual who went both to dortmund and to chicago they were hoping for uh, a more diverse pool of unknown yeah so. yeah of course and i just noticed that no absols were responding in the wild in dortmund so we absolutely had a, a leg up there <laughs> so all right well that's yeah cool. but those those cranidos that they had there that would have yeah. been pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. Uh, although I, I personally wouldn't trade Absol for it because that was my first Absols. So I was happy. It sounds like well, a great that's, time. That's because prior to that, the only way to get Absol was in eggs or from raiding. 
And, well, we know you don't raid, so. I'm a patient man. I will <laughs> wait long enough for Niantic to hand it to me. And so, and technically, they didn't just hand it to me. I had to fly to Chicago or drive. We drove to Chicago. You know, I had to be in a very specific, special place for them to give it to me. But, yes, I am a patient person. Uh, but it definitely sounds like both festivals were very successful and great times. So. Yep. Um, and so, hopefully, uh, where's the next one? Yokohama? Uh, hopefully, yeah. that one goes yes, off is. well. So. Um, you know, we get, uh, I don't know if we get awesome Patreon supporters, maybe you and I can go to Yokohama for the next one (laughs) when the tickets go on sale, Joe. Uh, soon. I know. I have no idea. They haven't done it yet, but it's, it's going to be soon. And, uh, I don't even have a passport, so (laughs) I'd have to get on that first. Well, I do. So (laughs) if you just are feeling all frisky. Like, I really miss Brian. I'm going to send Charles to Yokohama. We'll go with that. That's okay. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Yokohama is here. And registration is already closed. So never mind. Don't don't worry about that. We can't can't go anyway. (laughs) But we appreciate the thought. It's the thought that counts. We appreciate you being willing to send us. But don't worry about it. Next year. Next year. You just hold on to that. Um, so, so we got some uh, new attacks and updates for trainer battles, which, you know, honestly, I forget you can fight the trainers and that's something I was well, doing more of because it's fun. The trainer battles isn't just against the, it's just PVP uh, in general. Yeah. It's just PVP okay. in general. But I still forget that you can fight your own trainers, you know? Yeah. That you can fight the, the team leaders, team leaders. That's the word we're looking mm-hmm. for. Uh, so what, a lot of the big things are new, um, new poke, new moves for for various Pokemon. Um, so, for instance, well, if you if you read the blog post, it tells you why each of these changes are are happening. Um, but we have an an infographic that makes it nice and um, uh, uh, explicit. Uh, it helps you digest the information a lot easier. Um, so, like, Alolan Raichu is getting Grass Knot. Uh, Vileplume is getting Sludge Bomb. Hypno, which this one's kind of weird, but he's getting the three different elemental punches, Ice Punch, Fire Punch, and Thunder Punch. Um, but apparently it's specifically meant to help him have more type coverage in great league according to uh the little blog post that they made um electrode is getting foul play um and a lot of this is just to help with type coverage to be honest is what it looks like there's a little more balancing to the the layouts now, my assumption, and I don't know if you can correct me or if you know if I'm wrong, but my assumption is that they might show up on randomly spawned Pokemon going forward, but if you really want them on the Pokemon you have, you're going to have to respin the attacks after this is live, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. And supposedly this started to roll out July 9th. So theoretically it's live. I haven't tested it personally. But, uh, yeah, I think one of my favorite things about the changes here 
is that we finally have a fairy fast attack, yep. uh, which is Charm. And the Pokemon that can learn that are regular Raichu, Clefable, Wigglytuff, Wobbuffet, Granbull, Donphin, Gardevoir, um, Delkitty, um, Latias. Lati, yeah, Latias. Um, I had to think for a brief moment. Uh, Toga Kiss and Gallade. Now, so, what is Charm? It doesn't say what Charm It says what Skullbash does, but it doesn't say what Charm does. Yeah, so Charm. Um, or at least in the game, what it does. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it doesn't specify in here. In the um, main series game, if I'm not mistaken, Charm um, lowers their evasion or lowers their attack. Let's see. Charm in the main series game is a non-damaging f- fairy type move um, that uh, it's got to have a status effect. Where is it? Oh, it lowers their attack. So it lowers the attack stat of your opponent. Yep. Uh, but according to Zavio, charm has no status effect in Pokemon go. So I'm assuming that it actually does damage, even though in, the main series games, it does not. It is a non-damaging effect. All right. So it's kind of an interesting choice of fairy type moves. But uh, a lot of people were hoping that that charm would be a Ralts Community Day move. I'm happy that right. um, they have expanded it to more than just Ralts because we really needed some uh, a a fast attack charm or a fast attack fairy move. So, well then skull bash being the other one's a normal type charge attack. That is actually a status move, right? It increases the defense stat of the user 100% of the time. Yep. And that's for Blastoise, Raichu, Lapras, Snorlax, and Rhyperior. And I am very happy that that did not go to, um, Blissey. Ah, it doesn't say how much it increases it by, but it, it works. Oh, 100%, 100% of the time. 100% of the time. You're yeah, right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So we love it. That or slacking, right? You don't want to get a slacking either. Uh, Snorlax. Uh-huh. I mean, Snorlax is already a tank as it was. So that'll be interesting how that plays out uh, let's see here so that was a new attack so we're on the uh well you got the infographic you talked about uh does it have any little extra information there on this infographic or this is just no. kind of go hands in hand with the other thing it goes hand in hand yeah so one so, of them yeah. is a very verbose text-based version and then there's the infographic that breaks it down in art form i guess I mean, yeah. it's an infographic. It's, so it's easily digestible in the infographic. Yep. So that will be in the show notes at PokemonGoPodcast.com. You can check that out. Uh, let's see here. Then that means super detailed armored Mewtwo raid guide. Your Hashtag favorite. I miss Brian with a crying emoji. Uh, this is by El Gringo Suave. Sent this in uh, to us. The uh 
T-Forge 13 does the graphic, but El Gringo Suave brought it to our attention over on reddit.com slash r slash Pokemon Go podcast. Uh, <laughs> I love, you know, I love it. I love the art form. Although I'm not digging the layout of this graphic, right? Because of all the, the words behind the art. Well, see, people wanted more information, so they put more information on it. Uh, stick. <laughs> I can be the first person to tell you, you don't always give people what they want because sometimes you just got to know better. Uh, the old graphics that uh, Game Press was doing again or doing before with a fork of cows um, worked a lot better. Although I still, I think uh, uh, Tyranitar still says, please don't on it. I love it. Uh, uh, that is Agron. I guess it is, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, so Tranitar is up top. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah. Yep, yep. And I love the, the cool new hat that is on Mewtwo. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, but basically, you're going to want to take uh, Giratina, origin form against it, uh, Mewtwo with Shadow Ball, Double Dark Move, Ty- uh, Tyranitar, um, Gengar, and Weavile. Uh, those are your your heavy hitters there. Uh, if you don't have sufficient of those, uh, grab some bug types, uh, moves with, uh, Scyther, Pinsir and Yanma, which Yanma is kind of, a an interesting one to put in there, but apparently he does sufficient damage. Um, and then if you still need more, there's also some dark Pokemon that you can throw in there. Honchkrow, Houndoom, Absol, and, um, that other guy, Bayonetta. Bayonetta. No, that's that's <laughs> from, uh, that other game. It's Bennett. Uh, now I'm blanking on what the game is. You make oh, it's Fire Bayonetta. Is the name of the game? It's also the name of the character. <laughs> oh man! Don't you hate when you forget the name, but it's actually the thing that we just said? Yeah, me too. Uh, so yeah, cool graphics. Thank you, El Gringo Suave, uh, for bringing that to our attention. And uh, yeah, nothing ruins a decent Pokemon Go event like multiple overlapping events. So, so what's 100%. the complaint? What is the complaint here? So this past week we saw a couple of overlapping events. One was the Alolan event that was supposed to happen through until the sixth. Um, and then also the, um, so there's the Alolans with Nidoran male. Yeah. And then there was the, which no male Nidorans showed up for me either. Uh, they were saying here, uh, Beave one says that no Nidorans showed up me either. I didn't see a single one. Yeah. But then, uh, there were GoFest Dortmund Pokemon that were starting to spawn, which were spoink and drowsy and stuff like that. And those overwrote the previous event. Oh, so it's not like they did it at the same time. One just overrode the other one. Exactly. Ah. Um, And so having conflicting increased spawns causes issues uh, that, you know, it just gets overwritten, which is no fun because you thought you had 
until a certain day to be catching specific yeah. Pokemon, and then you don't. Um, I want to give real quick. I want to give a shout out to uh, BK Gamer underscore. Um, he's been tossing us bits, so um, thank you so much. Right? I don't. I, I I thought so too. I think it's just fun graphics because it still says at least unless it, something up at the refresh. top it says it's bits. Oh man! So my six, thing is six, not refreshing. Six. Well, thank you. I would have said something earlier. I was like, because you can put graphics and stuff in. I was like, well, my thing just says "cheer to be number one," and it doesn't say anything. So I apologize. Thank you very much for throwing some bit support. We love you, man. It's awesome. Oh, oh, oh! I'll talk oh, about that at the oh. break. <laughs> Sorry, I'll talk about that at the break. Uh, don't <laughs> get distracted. But there's something to talk about that you can do special if you are live. But we'll talk about that. In just a few minutes. Uh, so we keep coming back to this, right? You keep coming back to the fact that you feel, oh, is Pokemon still a thing? Is blah, blah, this, blah, blah. Pokemon Grow, Go, Grow. Pokemon Go has grossed more than Candy Crush in its first three years. It's on track to cross $3 billion in 2019. Now that's yep. gross. That's not profit, but. Ooh, that's a, a lot of money that is a lot that's a, of money that's a whole lot of money uh and so in the first three years it like i said it beat out candy crush it beat out um clash royale but it lagged behind um clash of clans so it didn't it didn't wipe out the entire records um but it it's still rather impressive. So so far, it's made two point six five billion dollars. It's in its first three years. That is that is a whole lot of moolah, a whole lot of moolah. It is indeed. I mean, the fact that they stay on the top of the charts since they debuted. Is just it just says a lot about this game, you know. Um, it, it is it's doing well, and that's that is a very very cool thing. Um, you know, I would absolutely love Joe if somehow we came up with an app, and three years later we're looking at crossing three billion dollars. You know, nobody's gonna hate on that. Exactly, no one is definitely gonna hate on that. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a question. We got one more headline, but there's a question in the chat before it goes away. A uh, BK gamer is actually asking, do we ever actually go Pokemon going or just stream podcast? Uh, the stream is always the podcast. And so my game is live right now. And that's why there's not much going on because I'm sitting here and not moving. So therefore my person is not moving, but we both definitely go out and play Joe more than I do. Uh, but we go out and play. And we just don't do the videos about that. We just do the we record the podcast live here. Just so you know, but thank you for coming and checking this out and asking those questions. Uh, one last headline here: going past forty, and anal- and and yeah, I said it right. An analysis of increasing the maximum level in Pokemon Go by Game Press. Uh, that's that's been a thing that we've been talking about for a while that they're going to have to uh, level this up. But what's going to happen? And Terry Wolf actually has a really good breakdown on the exponentials of it, and that he would not actually, if it's still exponential like it is now, based on the math now, if if that played into effect, he would not actually make it to level fifty 
currently. Like automatically. Oh, really? I hadn't seen that. Yeah, we talked about it. At the, he and I talked about it a little bit at the meetup uh, when we were in Chicago. Uh, but yeah, he wouldn't quite make level 50, I think. Oh, was that while we were eating pizza? It might have been. It might have been at dinner. It might have been at the bar. I can't remember. Oh, okay. okay. But anyway, so uh, read the teal deer here. Yeah, so this is taking into account the theoretical impact of not only increasing your trainer level because your trainer level directly um, reflects how high you can level up your Pokemon. Uh, So this is talking primarily about the impact on the meta um, based on being able to power up your Pokemon to level 50. Um, You know, obviously getting up there will take a ton of experience. Like you just mentioned, um, the stardust and candy costs are going to be massive to power up to 50. Yeah. Um, Pokemon that are great. will just shoot that much further ahead. So it's going to, if they did this without tweaking um, how all the, the system works, um, they would create an even bigger gulf between uh, Pokemon that are just simply amazing uh, versus those that are are good right now, yeah. um, but they would get basically get pushed out of the meta by not, not having the stats to support it. Um, now the, I, I'll get back to. I got a question, but I, I like this talking about the leagues, the the PvP leagues. Great league would be better minus a stronger Metacham. Why would that? Why would that matter? It would open up the floor to. Um, Pokemon that just have lower stats in general, like their stats are so low that they can't even make it into the great league. Okay. Like they can't contend in great league. And so, um, that's one way that it would actually be quite nice. Um, but then, you know, going into master league, it talks about how master league would be even more stark, Stark, like not that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of what we were talking about before, how great Pokemon will be even further up ahead. Yeah. Uh, the the meta will be very much defined by th- those handful of powerhouses. Um, and then it's suggesting that Ultra League will just simply be better. Um, because Ultra League is capped at 2,500, uh, it, it'll allow, again, just like um, Great League, it'll allow more people into yeah. the Ultra League. Gotcha. Now, uh, the question I had that we're coming back to here now is it, here they say it'd make raids and gyms even more centralized than they are now. Is that because you can get centralized, meaning more focusable, like we need to go to more gyms and raids because you get the stardust? Well, I mean, why would that, why would that be? Um, so the right now – Raids are centralized around um, basically Pokemon with high attack values, so the Machamps and the the Rempardos. Sure. And so, so there's more things that would be effective in raids, is what you're saying. And well, sort of, except for those that have the high, those high values are going to be, yeah. Those with the high attack values are going to be even more potent, is what it'll, it'll turn into. Uh, and so it'll 
if if they assuming that they increase the power of the um, bosses to compensate, this will mean that um, casual play- players will have a harder time rating theoretically. Uh, you know, this all depends on how they they do it. But casual players will have a harder time rating without more help um, because they don't have a full like a full team of six Rampardos. I don't know how many Rampardos you have. I personally only have one. I got none. Um, and so, you know, those that don't have sufficient Rampardos, for instance, when you need a rock type attacker, that could be an issue. Um, I think we've had plenty of time to get a, a full team of Machamps at this point. Um, for I get well, I mean, casual of casual. I don't. How many Machamps do you have? Three or four. So see, uh, you might even have. I mean, not that you raid, but you might have more issues uh, raiding if this happened. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. Uh, I'm just going to look it up now just to be so curious. And then the gyms, you, you know, you would talked about that a little bit, but right now uh, the CP decay is dependent on how high your CP is. So theoretically it would decay even faster with higher CP Pokemon. I gotcha. I understand. Uh, well, some of those are good. Some of those don't sound too good. So, um, but it is what it is, right? I, I do believe that there needs to be a separation. Uh, people who are, are like Terry Wolf, who, who you push hard, play hard. There's a lot of these people out there, right? You, you get bored. You need that challenge. So I don't think it's right for, I'm going to take the stance of the casual player. I don't think it's right for me, the casual, to say, no, don't make it harder for me to not play PvP because I'm casual and I don't do that anyway. Don't make it, you know. It, it There will always be some negative effects with growth, but to keep everybody happy, there has to be a little bit of that spread, right? Uh, uh, super ultimate friend zone Z as the, as the highest PvP challenge. Uh, that one I shouldn't have. I shouldn't necessarily play in that one because I haven't earned it. Now it's open to me. I've got some Pokemon that'll work in there, but I'm not really going to get much out of it, right? Because I haven't worked hard. Like even you, Joe, you've worked a lot harder than I have. You've got the stronger Pokemon. You can handle your own in those higher leagues. But with this and make it more difficult. But you're capped out at forty. Right? No, you're not level forty. You're not level forty eight. Yeah. You're forty. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're forty. Um, and look at me, people. I'm level thirty eight. Three years later, the super cash. I'm, I'm at level thirty eight. Never thought that would happen. So there you go. But this cap, even though it makes things a little bit harder on you, it gives you that challenge, and you get that growth, and you get to do more. Right? That's that's why I think it would be still a great thing uh, to do uh, in the game. Uh, so that's going to be it for the headlines. Here's some things that we're going to talk about real quick. You love the show. I do know you love the show. You can support us over at patreon.com forward slash breaking the panel. Nope. That's the other show I did last <laughs> night. You can support the show over at 
Wrong. It's the pain. It's the hand pain. I'm telling you, man. Uh, it's it's uh, for uh, patreon.com forward slash Pokemon Go podcast is how you support this show right here. Of course, you can do like Civilian on Base did and subscribe to the show uh, through Twitch Prime or Amazon Prime. They give you free coins to, to subscribe, and that's awesome. And if you don't have free coins and you still, still want to subscribe, you can do that. We'd love to have you do that, and it's amazing. You can be like BK Gamer and do the bits here on Twitch. And, uh, oh, new thing for Twitch. I don't even think I told you about this. By the way, Joe, in the middle of all this, while you were talking, I fixed the email. So show up Pokemon Go Podcast works now. Oh, Christmas miracle. Yeah, I, I went in and found the thing that needed to be tweaked. So, uh, so skeptical. Skeptical is what is this podcast about? Well, it's, it's about Pokemon Go. And uh, there, that's and how we believe in them. We're not skeptical. We believe that Pokemon Go exists. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I just got to pick on the name a little bit. Uh, but yeah, that's what it's about. And so we've done all our headlines. We've got some more stuff to do. But one thing here on Twitch, if you take your mouse and you hover over the camera area, you might notice a little purple square with a ghost with headphones on it now that wasn't there last week. If you click that, you. I can't do it because I'm on the host screen, but you can play some sound clips. And I can't remember if there are any free ones in there. And, uh, oh, <laughs> skeptical. I'll answer that in a second. But Because uh, uh, some of the ones I do on some of the channels are free, but there's there's it's a dollar. You know, most of them are a dollar to do it, so you can throw a bit at it and play the sound clip. And it plays live for everybody. It's fun. I thought it'd be a fun little thing to entertain people and have. And if there's not a free one, we'll add a couple of free ones just because it's fun. Uh, but uh, skeptical, this particular episode, we're taught we just finished up the headlines. Uh, and I'll review the actual headlines a little bit about new Team Rocket Invasion text. Uh, we talked about Dortmund somewhat, Entai, and the, the new guide to Entai raids. And community stuff about the new attacks that are coming and updates for trainer battles. Uh, some more graphics. Uh, the overlapping events that just happened and kind of overrode each other. And how Pokemon Go is still a thing and making some money. So that's what tonight's episode is about. Uh, uh, Joe, I see you kind of... I, I, I probably the look on your face going to tell you, ooh, a button to play with. Is there any free... <laughs> are there any free sound effects in, in the Pokemon one? Oh, I don't know. I didn't try. Oh, you didn't actually try. Okay, all right. No, Fair no. enough. Fair enough. Because uh, I thought if it was free, you could try it. Just hit the button, let everybody hear what it sounds like. Um, so that that would be acceptable. And I'm pretty sure, uh, actually, it might not work. Now that I think about it, I, <laughs> um, I may not have put the code in to the OBS yet. So it may or may not work. I, I Sorry. That's my problem. My problem. So moving on, though. Moving on. Speaking of Patreon, we got two new patrons. Pikachu. Uh, one of them is John Seaton. No. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ash Bean, which I'm not entirely sure that's your real name, but I'll take it. Ash has joined us. And Jonathan Noah. Mr. Bean has joined us. Only, only that's his dad. His dad is Mr. Bean. He's just Ash. Oh, you know, got it. that's it. Yeah. So, uh, and then Jonathan Nowak has joined our Patreon. So, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, so, what time is it? Joe? Joe, you know what, Joe? We might need a new, a new little uh -huh. intro. 
I haven't oh, made man. one. I'm just saying we might need a new little intro for for the uh, random trivia. Like, John Trivia! Or, I don't know. <laughs> but for right now, Joe, what time oh, is it, man? What time it is, is time it? for Random Trivia. Yeah. And this week I wanted to talk about uh, Finian and its evolved form, Luminian. Uh, and Finian is the wingfish Pokemon, whereas it evolves into Luminian, which is the neon Pokemon. Um, Finian's Pokedex entry talks about how after long exposures to sunlight, uh, you can view the patterns on its tails. They will shine more vividly in the darkness. So, you know, it's so, just a glow-in-the-dark glow fish. Would you say they shine bright like a diamond? I don't know about a diamond, but they definitely shine bright. Well, those of you who know the song, by the way, <laughs> by the way. Well, I know the song. I know the song. I just didn't want to play along. Okay, well, this moment of interruption is brought to you by Charles is Awesome. Because I just got, uh, uh, crap, what's the highest? Excellent. I just got an excellent throw on this A-pomp. Now, he didn't stay in, but I got it. So, there. <laughs> Carry on with our trivia, sir. I want to know more about Diamond Neons. <laughs> uh, Luminian, his evolved, or the evolved form, Luminian, its Pokedex entry uh, talks about how it lives in the deep sea. And that it actually uses that light, the flashing patterns, to attract its prey. So beware. If you see a light down in the dark, it's a fish that might try to eat you. Um, it's This is probably one of my least favorite uh, shinies, to be honest. Um, basically, the blue on its underside um, turns into... Well, the blue accents, both on both forms, turn into kind of a, a tannish beige, and it kind of loses its luster. I think it looks cool, uh, looks better in its regular form, to be honest. Um, but both of these are are based off of freshwater butterfly fish. Okay. Um, and Finian's uh, name comes from Fin and Neon, uh, whereas... Luminian comes from luminous or lumen and neon. So is it like because you keep saying neon? I'm only seeing I'm I'm on the page. I'm only seeing the the regular picture of Finian. Uh, that's a trozy, yeah. Oh wait, there there's evolution. Okay, so now uh, I was wondering if it looked like an actual neon fish. You know how they have those, but it doesn't. It doesn't look like that at all. Although Luminion is really cool looking. I, I dig it. Can you dig it? We can dig it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't mind playing along. I ain't scared. Is that all your trivia? You good there? Yep. yep. No more? No no more? What What is its name in French? You didn't tell us. Uh, I don't know. I'm just being difficult at this point. French is the same. Well, the Luminions is basically the same. Um, but in French, the Finians is, I don't, I don't speak French, but it's very much, it's very different. <laughs> That's a fair enough. A-K on? A-K-O-N? Yeah. E C A Y O N. A A Ron? With an accent over the E. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to say that either. I'm, I don't, I haven't taken French. 
Uh, but, pardon our French, we're going to move on to the final stuff here. Uh, like I said, we did just get the email uh, fixed where we can grab it, so that's awesome. So, if you would like to have your thoughts on the show, it is facebook.com forward slash Pokemon Go podcast. It is show at Pokemon Go podcast is the email. Uh, if you go to PokemonGoPodcast.com, there's that nice little tab. What color is it, Joe? It's green. It's green, because everybody got mad that I made it red. <laughs> I didn't do it intentionally. <laughs> I was just in the fall color. But uh, it is green, which is a neutral color for the factions. So you can go and leave your speak pipe message, any device with a microphone that touches the Internet. In 90 seconds, you are good to go. You'll have a 90-second voicemail that will play on the show. And we'd love to have you do that. Uh, anything else before we jump out of here? I don't think so. All right. Well, Twitter is at Pokemon Go Podcast or Pokemon Go Pod, right? And then you can get this podcast just about everywhere. We are we are fixing the few places we're not on, uh, and making sure we're on all the places. But iTunes, I know we're on Stitcher. Uh, we're across the board on places. We're going to double check. We heard there was an issue with, with Google Play, so we're going to check that out, make sure everything's smooth. I'm pretty sure we're over there, but somebody reported an issue, so we are looking into that. It's a team of two. We're working on it. We're doing what we can. <laughs> um, but we're working on getting on Spotify and all those other places. So, yeah, catch the podcast. It goes out every week, just about a day after we record it here live on Twitch. Oh, what's that you say? When do you record it and where? We record it on Thursday nights on twitch.tv forward slash Pokemon Go podcast. 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern is when we'll be doing that, and we do that every week. Joe, oh, wait, I almost forgot. We got some merchandise, right? And I believe, I believe that the original Pokemon shirt is no more. I believe that shirt has been retired. But if you can, well, I won't know until I click on the sh- on the store on the link. Yeah, uh, but tiny.cc forward slash capital G S T U. Those four letters need to be capitalized. Yes, oh, it matters because there's no CC. sale going on. What is this? They the just apocalypse? did a sale for like three weeks, <laughs> <laughs> and and it's actually still there. But yeah. I am sending a message to the person that controls the store, telling them that, that it's not supposed to be there anymore. I mentioned. Uh, well, okay, I'll I'll, let, I'll be devil's advocate. Tony P. Henderson does that for us, and he and I are prepping for tomorrow. Starts Atlanta Comic Con, yeah, Atlanta, uh, July twelfth, thirteenth, and fourteenth. He and I both will be out there. I'll be out there at eleven thirty tomorrow morning until after midnight, uh, to because I'm hosting or moderating a lot of panels, and then I'll be showing up on the Nerds from Work, uh, guest starring on their panel tomorrow night. Uh, but so he and I talked earlier this week, and it's on his list to do. Uh, but I'm sure it's because we've been prepping. We're doing Geek Nerd or Draw is going to be live 2.30 in the afternoon there at Atlanta Comic Con. So that's it's probably taking his time. He'll, but, yeah, be free. Well, that means you can message him. But I'm just letting you know. Uh, so, yeah, so shirts, mugs, all that jazz is out there. Well, and now's your time. If you want to get the original shirt, get it because we're going to retire it. It's going to be gone for a while. So there's that. Joe, where can they find you on the web? You can find me at Joseph underscore Ard. And you can find me at Rock Out of Pod, or Rock Out of Podcasting, all across the internet. And uh, I'm about to jump off here and go over to twitch.tv forward slash FTH Beyond to talk about another game 
called Marvel Strike Force. And Kurt Booten will be joining me there. And it's not quite as PG-13 as this. It's like PG-13+. plus. So go check it out. <laughs> Actually, you know, it can be fairly rated R sometimes. So listen at your own leisure. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for watching, coming out. If you submitted, uh, or even if you didn't submit the title, uh, stick around for the podcast players. Come on, play with us some more. Hit us up with those emails. Hit us up on Facebook. Uh, share your experience of the week. You can be a part of this live conversation as well. It's just going to be slightly time delayed. We'd love for you to come play with us. All right. Tune in next week to hear Joe say. I kind of wish I had some Finian and Luminion as pets. They would make nice nightlights. Oh, 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 oh,